0: Hello and welcome to Grade 7's Talk to Experts, a podcast where Grade 7 students talk to experts and find out more about their specialty. I'm your host for this episode, Ricky, and I'm a student at College Park School in lloyd Alberta. Before we get to our expert for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing in our podcasts. We're a class of 25 Grade 7 students in a non-traditional classroom setting where we are focusing on experience-based learning using a STEAM approach. That's STEAM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. We want to answer that age-old question of, why do I have to learn this? By directly connecting what we study inside the classroom with the outside world. For our podcast, students will be contacting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their profession or job, or or in what would traditionally be considered a hobby or an interest. So without further delay, I'm pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, who is Anna, who specializes in medicine, Dr. Ricky Ilunga. Hello and welcome. Hello, Ricky,
1: and thank you for having me around, we appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Right, you're, you're welcome. So let's start by getting to know you. Can you please tell us about yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah. As a brief introduction, I can just say, my name is Ricky Ilunga, just, uh, just like you, I'm a physician and i work in uh, lloydminster at uh, the hospital as a an um, o- hospitalist i'm a family physician
0: so could you please tell us about being a doctor what do you do
1: um i you mean like uh, w- what i do as a as an hospitalist at lloydminster hospital yes yeah, yeah bi- basically uh w- w- my my duties are uh, to take care of all the patients that are uh, uh, admitted in hospital uh, from the day they are admitted uh, till the day they are discharged and make plan that they they are followed uh, by uh, the family physician in the community or by specialist uh, if needed and if uh, for a reason or another they need more care than what could be provided in uh, uh, in lloydminster i arrange for them to be transferred to um, uh, the cities be it in edmonton or saskatoon yeah
0: so how many people were in your family growing up
1: in okay i, I come from a family of three
0: um did you get that yes
1: yeah i came from a family of uh, three people uh i've got a brother and a sister well,
0: so what would you say your family is like now
1: uh, basically for for now uh i'm i'm uh, from from my family i'm the only one uh, who immigrated to canada so i live here with uh, uh, my wife and children but uh, uh, the rest of my family is not in canada they are in uh, europe and uh, africa
0: that's that sounds nice so uh, now i'm gonna ask grady to come up and ask you a question do you have to take any do you have to take any special training
1: yeah yeah to become a physician yes i have to to take a a, a special training after after finishing my grade twelve, the equivalent of grade twelve here, uh, I had to to go to university. I, the, the university where I went to, uh, I had to take a preparatory year, and then after that, I have to uh, spend three years of uh, three years of um, biomedical sciences. And after those three years of biomedical sciences, I had three uh, three more years of clinical sciences, and uh, after that. I had a, a, a full year of uh, internship and uh, at the end of uh, that internship I had to write a thesis uh, and after writing that thesis I had to um, uh, pass in a final oral exam before uh, actually uh, qualify as a physician. Why did
0: you choose to be a doctor out of any other job?
1: wow that's, that's an excellent question actually being a doctor was my my second choice from when i was a little bit younger than you guys uh, i think i was in uh, what you would call grade five here i always wanted to be a, a chemical engineer uh, that was my first choice and i also wanted to be a doctor and that was my my second choice from from my youth and uh, uh, circumstances uh, being what they are i end up in a university where there there was no chemical engineering um, courses. So my second choice became my first one and that's why I went to med school.
0: So when you were talking about uh, med school, you mentioned internships. Did internships help you uh, on your final decision to stay strong about being a doctor or not?
1: It, 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 yeah, as as I told you, internships c- came after. I will say seven years already at med school. So, uh, if if you wait for those seven years for you to make a decision, that that it might be too late. Uh, internship actually is just the part that help you to to to, to put the link between what you have uh, theoretically seen uh, or or learn uh, uh, in in class. To you know what you'll be doing practically in a, uh, in a, you know in your your daily practice in hospital or in your 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 medical practice. So, um, uh, internship is a good uh, way of telling you what actually will be awaiting you uh, in your in your career as a doctor and what you'll be doing. But it helps you also to. Uh, to, to pick a, a specialty, you know, because when you do internship, you rotate uh, toward the different specialties, and that can, you know, help you to actually choose and pick what you like to do uh, as a uh, uh, as a physician. Because, as you know, uh, medicine is very vast. There, there, there are a lot of disciplines in in, in medicine, and internship is, might be an opportunity for you to choose which one you you feel
0: who you like better. Your internships, how sounds like it helped you a lot. So my next question for you is, what is a typical day like for you?
1: Okay, yeah, my typical day is uh, as an hospitalist in service. I usually try to start my day around eight o'clock. And, uh, and at eight o'clock, I, I start my rounds directly seeing the patient have admitted uh, uh, in the ward. Uh, Uh, Trying to see how they are doing, you know, are they responding to the treatment uh, uh, that that, uh, are provided of being given? Are they uh, uh, getting worse? Are they getting better? And uh, make the plans for the the following day. And uh, every day I've got also a round, an interdisciplinary round uh, for every single patient I've admitted uh, where we discuss with other Uh, members of the clinical team. I, I will have the pharmacist, the nurse, the, the physiotherapist, the occupational therapist. You know, uh, sometimes the home care, uh, the home care nurse or the social worker. All all the people that could help in the care of the patient. We've got a bedside discussion for every single patient, and that uh, uh, is to improve the the, the the quality of of the care that is provided. On top of that, if, I have, uh, if I'm on call, uh, I, I will have to go down to ER and admit the patients that needs to be kept in hospital or that uh, that won't be able to go on that day. So typically, my, my day is done uh, around five six, but uh, if I'm on call, you know it can go until very late, and sometimes you call back at night as
0: well. So, the next question that's going to be asked is by Finley um hello, my name is Finley, and my question is what is the most challenging part about being a doctor?
1: Hi Finley. Thank you so much for for your question yeah look what what I can say that just like in every single other profession um uh, you know you you face challenges you be it you're a doctor or you you are uh, in any other type of career. But what will make the difference, Finley, is is how you approach the challenges. You know, Uh, I I do believe that, you know, um, it it all depends on how bad you want it. If you want to overcome a challenge, you will do so. Uh, It's just a matter of perseverance. If you persevere and you're not uh, uh, set back by what you could, Considered as 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 failure or, or disappointment, and and you persevere in what you're gonna do, you you, you will overcome uh, uh, what you put could be considered as a challenge. You know, uh, I, I I don't think of anything in particular as a a challenge, uh, despite the fact that for every single patient, you 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 have to realize that you are taking care of. Uh, uh someone's uh uh, life you know you so you have to to make sure that you do your best uh, for every single uh, patient you are uh, you are having in front of you Um, but uh, i don't think that you'll have more challenges than you know any other uh, person in a different uh, professional career okay thank you you are something
0: so, my next question for you is, "What do you like to do for fun?
1: Yeah, thanks, Ricky for the question. Yeah, for fun for me, you know anything that will do that helps me spend time with my family is considered fun. so uh, uh, as much as I could when i'm when i when I'm free when a time, I try to arrange something that I could do with my family and, uh, and that's that's what I consider as fun.
0: That sounds very enjoyable. So my next question for you is, did you live in Lloydminster as a kid? And what was it like if you lived here or somewhere else?
1: Sorry, can you come again? I did not get that one.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. My question for you is, did you live in Lloyd Minister as a kid? If so, what was it like if it was in Lloyd Minister or somewhere else?
1: Oh, oh no no i i am I'm, I'm very new to, to Lloydminster. Uh, uh i think it's just my i told you in, in in Lloydminster i did not grow up here uh i was actually born in 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 Belgium. Uh, and then uh, after that i grew up in uh, congo in central africa and uh to the second part of your your question is um uh, you know how, how was my my kid's life i would say a little bit different than uh than, uh, than what you you can have in Lloydminster for, 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 for I mean, to, to start, you know, the, the weather is very different. You've got a very big part of the year that is cold, that does not allow a lot of out, uh, outdoors activities. Of course, you've got your winter activities, but, you know, in in, in, in hot countries like like Central Africa, in most of the time it's hot. So basically as a kid, we spend more time uh, outside playing and Try to be inventive and uh, uh, you know create all sort of activities to uh, to to have fun outside there. Uh, and also the fact that we have a li- we had a little bit less tech- technology than than uh, uh, you guys have the opportunity to have now. Um, you know the only uh, technology we also we have will be maybe a a TV or, or a little bit of video games that we have at uh, 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 during that time. But we enjoyed playing outside, uh, which was uh, good for us because it was a very uh, a good way to, to 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 spend calories out there and to be active, and and that I think also contributes a lot to uh, to being healthy as well. So a little bit different than than now.
0: Yeah. So, what would you say school for you was like when you were younger?
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> thanks for that question. Yeah, I'm actually surprised to, to, to see that, uh, you know, for uh, for some, I mean, uh, I, I hope uh, none of you, but for, for, for some, school is uh, perceived sometimes as a burden or something you have to do because you have to. Uh, because uh, uh, personally, you know, school was, you know, it was a, a passion for me. I, I I, I, I wanted and I loved and uh, I enjoyed going to school uh, from uh, nursery school uh, to, to uh, primary, you call elementary. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed going to school. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it was a big part of our life. You know, we spent a lot of time at school except for those two months off uh, of our holidays. So uh, uh, we enjoyed it and it was great.
0: So you mentioned loving going to school. So, what do you specifically remember loving about grade seven?
1: Grade seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, grade seven is uh, is is the equivalent of uh, what we call you know the, the the first year of secondary school because we we, we had I mean after nursery you've got your elementary school which would be six years and then after that you have six years of uh, secondary school to, to take you to grade um, to grade uh, twelve. So. Uh, the, the, the seventh year, which was first year of secondary school, uh, is what uh, is basically the equivalent of uh, of grade seven year. Uh, if I had to remember anything about that, is you know, it, it, it was the transition time, you know, because we we're moving from what we'll call in bracket the kids school to the you know school of the bigger ones. You know, we we, we we used to have uniforms when we went to school back then. And uh, uh, in elementary school, we wear shorts for uniforms, and uh, and uh, in uh, uh, secondary school, we have trousers for for uniforms. So, you know, it makes you feel like you know you 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 you've you, you've, uh, uh, passed it, you've passed you've passed a cap. You you're a little bit bigger. So, uh, uh, it was a good feeling. We we felt that we grew up and uh, we were taking a little bit more responsibilities. Uh, and, uh, what was also a little bit different for me is that when I went to grade seven, uh, I went to what we call is a, a, how would I how would like, I would put it, uh, by the way, if, uh, uh, you guys are struggling to, to hear sometimes what I say, it's not your fault. It's probably from me because I, uh, I, I, am from a French background. So I, I, uh, not only sometimes our pronunciation is not. Uh, the one you will expect it to be in English, but some, even the way I arrange my word, my words sometimes I arrange them in French first because. So, uh, excuse that. Uh, so I was say uh, in grade seven, I went to a semi, semi I would say semi boarding school. So uh, I will take the bus at uh, five o'clock in the morning to go to school, and uh, I'll spend the whole day at school and come back at home around seven at night uh so it was quite a big change as well uh from uh you know what i knew at uh, elementary school where i went at uh, seven and came back at uh, uh one or two o'clock in the afternoon uh so th- that was quite different when i when i went to grade seven you know it, it was a big change
0: that sounds really interesting so next maddox is coming to ask you a question then after maddox is going to be teamer hi i'm maddox and my question is how has COVID-19
1: affected your job and what you do? Uh yeah, thank you so much for the question, my doctor. That's an excellent question, especially in the this time of the pandemic. You know, uh, you know, first of all, it, it affect it affected uh, me as a doctor, just like everyone and everyone else in the community. You know, uh, we've got uh, to, to to follow all the uh, restrictions and health uh, uh, regulations that are. Uh, uh, recommended for the communities, you know, increase our level of hygiene by washing our hands, wearing masks and uh, social distancing, you know, all all those stuff, just like everyone, you know, isolate when you have to and uh, 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 evo- to avoid unnecessary traveling and all those stuff, just just the way all the members of the community are affected. But you're right, you know, as uh, healthcare providers, you know, we've got also the the other dimension whereby, because of work, we are a little bit more in contact with uh, uh, with people that are uh, uh, affected by. I mean, that are um, that are having actually COVID-19 virus uh, in hospital. So uh, that is um, uh, push us to to change the way we've been working. You know, in hospital, you know the the uh, protective equipment that we have to have in hospital you know we now covering ourselves you know uh, every day which was different than uh, uh, before covid we 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 did not use the level of, uh, of uh, uh, protective uh, uh, equipment that we are we are actually uh, wearing now and uh, yeah and it's also uh, increase a little bit the level of stress you know because you you're when you're in contact with uh, you, you, the, the people that got COVID, you, you know, as a, as a physician or healthcare provider, you have to uh, to, to, to give the care uh, that the person uh, deserves and that needs uh, without thinking of, you know, uh, 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 COVID, uh, thing like, yeah, you have to provide the care as it's supposed to be provided. So but you also know that, you know, by doing so, there is risk of infection and things like that. So Increases it. It increases a little bit your level of stress at work, but you know we've got all the measures that we need and we know to apply uh, uh, to protect ourselves. And uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we I think we're managing quite well with that as well.
0: Thank you for answering my question. You're welcome. Alex. Hi, my name is Timur. My question is: What is the most difficult case you've had?
1: Hi Timur, thank you very much for your question. Um, what is the most difficult case I have you, you, you know uh, what I can say you know uh, Tima, in, uh, from my experience, I will say that there as people have said before some people said before that um th- there is no illnesses or, or it's, it's there are only people that are sick to say that uh, you know every single patient is different you know it's not because they've got the same disease or the same or the same illness that uh you know there will be you know identical or yeah be similarity but every single patient is a, a a specific challenge you know with his you know with his own uh particularities uh that requires you know uh particular attention in an area or uh or another so uh i i don't see any patient that comes to my mind right on the spot like this to you know to say that they would be the most challenging case i might uh, uh, ever had but i actually i consider every single patient i get that they are a, a particular a specific challenge in their in their own yeah that's what i can uh, i can say yeah
0: okay thank you for answering my question
1: Thank you very much, Shima. You're welcome.
0: So if someone were to write a book about you, what do you think would be a good title?
1: Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what, Ricky, what, what I believe that, you know, we are, uh, uh, you know, as human being in general, we are the worst uh, judge of character or personality for ourselves, you know? You you know we 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 always be biased you know and if if you really wanna know you know what you are and what uh, what could characterize you you know you should look uh, you know at uh, you should look at yourself through the eyes of of your peers of of other people you know so uh, I I think you know because if you say t- title of the book should characterize me I uh, I feel like I have to 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 to, to auto judge myself uh, uh to you know, so you know I, I think you'll be in a better position to tell me you know uh, how, how to name how to yeah to try to book than myself you know because it's it's uh, always better to 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 see yourself through the eyes of others than 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 try to to judge yourself
0: i don't know the answer to that question oh
1: uh yeah but but as i say if, if you've got difficulties to to have an answer to that one I, you know it would be even more difficult for me
0: yeah so the next question is could you maybe tell us about an experience where you were nervous or apprehensive but participated anyways and gave your best effort
1: mm-hmm. yeah thanks Ricky, for the question look um i believe that you know, if if you 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 do not have a certain level of anxiety or a certain level of uh, apprehension before an activities, you 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 learning the risk uh, of falling in the trap of uh, self confidence. Uh, no, let me not say not not self confidence, but let's say uh, overconfidence. You know, you 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 learning the risk of falling in the. The trap of overconfidence and, and and not do the task or perform the task to the level you you would have performed it uh, if you you did your best because you know I think that that little level of uh, nervousness or or apprehension you know helps you to to prepare better to, to to give a little bit more than you know what you 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 will give without. Any uh, uh, supplementary effort, so I, I think uh, it, it's, it's normal you know to, to face uh, you know, any challenge or any activity or anything like that with a certain level of anxiety and, and apprehension, and that is actually uh, 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 something that will help you be better at it. so't I will not let anxiety or apprehension uh, stop me. For performing a task or, or a thing like that, but I will use them uh, as a way to motivate me uh, to a better preparation, uh, to you know, uh, uh, to you know, putting forth more effort than usual, uh, so that the end product is uh, is better. So what I can tell you as great servants is, you know, if if you feel anxious, if you feel apprehensive. Before doing something, you use that uh, as a, a motivation. Uh, as an incentive to, to to do better than to uh, consider it as a, 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 a something that will make you, uh, how do you say, pull back or, or or not actually undertake the activity.
0: Thank you for sharing your experiences and helping us understand. So my next question is.
1: What, in your opinion, what makes someone an expert? Yeah, <laughs> so that's why you know uh, I, I was in, I was a little bit v- uh, flattered, you know, when when you say okay, you are you are calling uh, an expert in medicine, you know, because I don't consider myself as an, an expert in medicine. You know, medicine is is very vastly, uh, you know, it's uh, you know th- there is a lot in medicine and. And when you think of an expert, you think of someone who's got a, a comprehensive knowledge, you know, and can speak with authority, uh, you know, speak authoritatively in, a, you know, on a subject or or uh, or, uh, or, or on something, yeah. And, and, and uh, in medicine, you know, we usually say, knows better the one who read yesterday, because. When, when, while you're talking, there is always something new that is coming in the field that you're working on, uh, and uh, uh, if if you haven't read that, you're a little bit uh, lagging and, and and beyond So and and and, and beyond, Yes. So uh, I, I will say I've got some expertise in some uh, particular area of medicine, but I will not consider myself as an expert in uh, in uh, in medicine. Okay.
0: So, for you, do you think there have been times that you maybe felt discouraged as a doctor? Discouraged,
1: okay. I, I, I won't say uh, discouraged, but uh, you know, but uh, there are times you you know where uh, you you know you are a little bit uh, disappointed because you know of unexpected uh, uh, outcome. Uh, in the care of a patient it's always a, a you know it's it's always uh, uh, a, 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 a moment where you 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 you, you know you we, we remain humans uh, even after so many years of practicing as physicians and you know and you're dealing with people that are, are actually in uh, i would say in in, in difficult uh uh um times of their life when you're seeing sick patients and, and 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 things like that so uh, you, you 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 still have that compassion you know you still feel for them you know uh, and you do your best and sometimes it you know it ends up that you know someone dies and things like that you you feel uh, you know you you always feel uh, bad uh, uh, in in those circumstances but uh, uh, you don't let things like that discourage you for uh continue to do your best to help people in their particular situation so i would say i won't say discouraged uh, but uh, i would say that there are times that you you feel bad you know but uh, you 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 avoid to be discouraged you know
0: so what do you think made you want to keep going in your field of work as you became a doctor Yeah.
1: okay yeah just um how I put this? Yeah, so uh, just like it in every in every uh, career situation and uh, uh, activities of life, you know, it's it's always rewarding, you know, when 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 you feel like you've helped. Even, you know, even you, if uh, you guys there, if you 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 remember, you know, when the day you made someone happy by being kind or by doing something that made them happy, you definitely out you know that uh, uh it was rewarding it was good to make others feel happy and uh and uh and, and good and and in the doctor's profession you know because you're dealing with people that are uh, for a reason or another in a particular need you know and if you, when you 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 manage to help them in a particular circumstance uh circumstances you know it is rewarding to to to, to feel that you've helped in, in in the smallest way it could be but if you felt that you've helped you know it is very very rewarding and, and 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 that can make you go you know then help you keep going uh doesn't matter the the challenges as you you call them uh earlier
0: So, for you, what what do you think failure has to do with success? And did it help you? And when did you fail? And how did it help you?
1: Yeah, that, that's a great question. I think you know. I will. Uh, I will say. I I won't call failures in brackets failures. Uh, I I will, I will call them uh, learning experiences. You know, uh, if if you know you, you consider every time you did not reach you know your 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 initial goal uh, as a an incentive for you to try to do better so you could uh, achieve uh, or, or reach your your your, your initial goal you, you know those failures as i said in bracket will be actually you know a, a way for you to acquire more experience and get better at what you are you are you are doing so uh, never let what you call failure discourage or stop you, but uh, consider uh, all of them as uh, uh, learning experiences that could help you to do better the next time. And I don't think that is uh, uh, particular to to the fields of medicine, but uh, in, in everything uh, you guys undertake or, or do. Uh, do not give up just because it did not work or you did not reach your goal the first time. You know, just um, use that opportunity to, to to self-examine yourself and and what were, what, what what went wrong, and, and try to fix and do better next time. Keep that determination uh, in you to reach the goal. So that's how you know uh, uh, the the so-called failure could help you in in, in succeeding.
0: Is the mindset that you have on failure, on failure a mindset you always have? You always had, or when would you say it manifested the most?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah. I would say I've been using that approach for uh, as long as I could remember, you know. Uh, uh, I don't remember a specific time where uh, I decided for that to be that way. Um, but uh, I think I've, I've used that approach, you know, maybe without even knowing that I was using that approach uh, from, from as long as I could remember. Yes, okay. Yeah.
0: That's that's interesting to know. So, did you always want to be a doctor as a kid? And what were your interests that contributed to your career choice?
1: I don't know if it's you or, or, or someone that uh, asked me a similar question uh, earlier on uh but uh, as i said you know uh being a doctor was something I thought of very young uh, i was in around uh, i would say around grade five ish you know um yeah uh, nine ten years old when i i thought of being a doctor um but that was my second choice uh, i i wanted to be a chemical engineer that was my first choice and uh uh but uh, as uh, little kids, we we all wanted, you know, to to help to to see, you know, you're a doctor when you see suffering, you think like that. You you want to help, you want to do something. So that 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 would trigger the 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 choice of being a, a doctor. You know? And it was fascinating to uh, to see that people were going to the doctor and getting better, you know, things like that. So uh, it was very uh, very fascinating and. Uh, uh um, that's what triggered that uh made in me and fortunately for me i would say fortunately because i love what i'm doing now when i went to university, there was no chemical engineer engineering so my my second choice which was being a doctor became the first one and uh, and that's why i uh, i did medical school
0: so who would you say was someone you looked up to when you were younger Sorry. So, who would you say was someone you looked up to when you were younger?
1: Yes, yeah, so someone looked up. You know, yeah. As, as you know, uh, you know, uh, all of us, the first person that, that you know, as we grew up as kids, you look up at your parents. You know, so just to get out a little bit of uh, of, of that context, what I say, if there was any particular person that I looked up to, uh, actually, I had a, a an, an aunt. Uh, uh, my my father's sister, uh, who, who actually inspired me a lot, and uh, uh, she what inspired me in, uh, in her was the fact that she was very loving and very caring. She she was a very very caring person, and uh, 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 and because of that, you know, interaction with people, interaction with people, even people that she she did not know, you know uh you know uh she, she was very special so uh, she's uh one of the person that inspired me a lot uh and to the point actually that i i, I named my first daughter after her and and <laughs> yeah and funny enough uh when when uh, my daughter was uh um uh, i mean i don't remember in what grade she was still a kid i mean early i don't know grade three or grade four yeah she actually won a prize at school and guess what it was for the most caring person most caring student at school so uh, you know when when I saw that you know I I, I was uh, how would I say uh, I was flab- uh, how do you say it in English I mean uh, okay no it is going to be or something like that I, I was very surprised you know and not only surprised, but I was happy, you know, to, to 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 see that because that was someone who definitely inspired me a lot.
0: So, at this time, I'm going to open up the mic for any students to ask any question that they might have. No problem. Hi, my name is Ryan, and my question is: If you weren't a hospitalist, what area of medicine would you choose?
1: Thank you, Ryan, for your for your question. Uh, uh, if if I wasn't an a hospitalist and, and if all the the, the I will say all the possibilities were open and all the circumstances arranged accordingly, um, I actually would have been more in uh, in fundamental sciences of medicine than in um than uh, than in the, in the clinical part, in, especially in in um, molecular biology. Uh, uh, that, because that is something i enjoy too it's a subject I enjoyed at uh at uh, med school and and uh, before I came to to uh, uh, to canada I, I, I was in South africa and where i, I worked in uh, in research mainly and and that's something that i, I loved a lot research was uh, uh, something that I, I liked a lot so if I had the opportunity you know, to to do research and yeah, I won't be a hospitalist. I'll be a, I'll be more in molecular biology and research. Yes.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: You're welcome, Ryan.
0: Hello, my name is Elizabeth, and my question is: Do you have any advice for students considering medicine as a career path? That
1: that is a great question, uh, Elizabeth. You know, uh, medicine is a great career. You know, is a great career, and if you're thinking of uh, following that one, you know, go for it. But what I can say in general, right, in terms of advice, and 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 I believe that it works uh, with any other uh, careers you can choose out there. You know, it's all depend on how bad you want it. If you want it, go for it, and do not let anything set you back. You know if if, if uh, you uh, remember as we, we said earlier if, if the, the the first time you don't reach the the, the initial goal, consider that uh, failure in bracket as a stimulus you know to to do better next time and to continue to pursue your your, your initial goal you know uh, just continue to love what you want to do and, and and go for it. Don't let uh, little uh, little challenges throughout your way. You know, discourage you, or, uh, or make you change your your initial goal. You know, keep on going. You will definitely be a great doctor, or a great, or whatever you want to choose.
0: Thank you for answering my question.
1: You're welcome, Elizabeth.
0: Hi. Um. My name is Vanessa. Why did you move
1: from Belgium to Africa? So, so, sorry, Vanessa. Uh, can you t- can you repeat your question for me? I did not hear it well. Um,
0: why did you move from Belgium to Africa?
1: Oh, why did I move from Belgium to Africa? Oh, I wish I, I I knew the the reason. Actually, uh, I was very young, and uh, uh, it was my parents, you know, were in uh, Belgium. I think my uh, father was finishing his studies there. Uh, there, you know, but uh, uh, after that, yeah, then we ended up uh, going back because. Um, origin, my parents were originally from Congo, uh, and uh, they were in Belgium, uh, uh, you know, for a part of their life. And uh, that was finishing study. When he was done, they then they had to go back to Africa because that we we're from there.
0: Okay. Uh, thanks for answering my question.
1: You're welcome, Vanessa.
0: I would like to say thank you for coming, Ricky. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Today we learned a lot about doctors and medicine, so I want to thank my classmates for the questions that they had, and thank you listeners, and have a great day. Stay tuned for the next episode. to hear from you. Send your questions, show ideas, or any other feedback to to talkingtoexperts at gmail.com.